Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. I am 24. This is my podcast, 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. We back. We back. We're back to our regular schedule, regularly, excuse me, scheduled program of football. Going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys training camp. Zach Ertz apparently wants to not want, but is going to report with the Philadelphia Eagles in the next couple of days, as well as we'll get into the Phoenix Suns versus the, not even versus, but we'll kind of wrap up Phoenix versus the, I was about to say Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the Milwaukee Bucks as well. We'll kind of start there. We'll kind of start with basketball, finish off the season, then we'll continue forward. Free agency is going to happen within the next couple of weeks, as well as the draft is literally a week away. We'll cover all that next couple of weeks. Maybe not the draft, because the draft is kind of like meh after the first, but after the first few picks, really. It's just like, eh, all right. See what happens. We'll see. Kind of wanted to open the show today with basketball, and I even kind of mentioned it during the intro. So, as we all know, Milwaukee... Came away with the victory. Came away with the win. I was dead wrong. I thought they were going to lose. I should have picked them. I said. I. I said it. I've been. I said it for like a month. I was just like, whoever's going to come out of the East is going to win the NBA Finals, and I was right. But then I picked against the Bucks twice, and here I am, looking like an absolute donut a month later. If I just kept my dog one mouth shut, if I didn't put all of my faith in Devin Booker and Chris Paul. A hurt, a hurt, a very hurt. Freaking um, Treyway, Trey Young, gosh, wouldn't be here like an absolute donkey. But you know, I said it. I I conceded. I was just like, I, I, what am I gonna do? You know, what I, am I gonna continue being like? I I dislike the, the the Milwaukee Bucks. Am I gonna keep on doing that? I was just like, you know what? You know, I conceded. I was just like, you know, like. Not a lot much more I can do. Said, you know what? Congratulations to the um, you know to the to the Milwaukee Bucks. I keep trying to mix. I keep mentally mixing it up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was just like, like, no, it is what it is. But Milwaukee, I was like, I came away with from this series essentially with the thought, the mindset of, all right. Milwaukee is essentially who I thought they were, right? As much as people wanted to downplay how awesome the Milwaukee Bucks basketball team is, I was just like, no, I'm not I'm not stupid. I'm not going to do that. They are obviously one of the best basketball teams in the NBA. I said I said it before. I'll say I'll say it again. I thought I thought they were loaded. People wanted to be like they wanted to protect Giannis. They were like Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. We'll protect Giannis. It's just like why? Like he's loaded. He is absolutely loaded. Or technically, his team is loaded, right? We mentioned Chris Middleton. We mentioned Drew Holiday, P.J. Tucker, Brooke Lopez. You know, if I told you a couple of years ago, Brooke Lopez was on a team with Giannis Antetokounmpo, you would have lost your mind. Lo- loaded basketball team. I just like Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, they are not playing very well. And lo and behold, the game or games that they played well in the playoffs, it wasn't even close. 
because Giannis was going to get 30 points, 40 points. In the case of the of game six, he would get 50 points. I just like I always knew Giannis could get 50 points. But what I did not know was that the Phoenix Suns would let me down in the way that they did. Now I want to try and continue with the Milwaukee Bucks, but essentially it's it is like we're done. You know, I said it before. I said like Giannis is a athletic super freak. He can get his shot off. He needs a jump shot. To be honest with you, also Phoenix did not have anybody that could guard him because all of their players were either in foul trouble constantly and or uh, their player, their other player or players were hurt who would normally guard a big such as Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, Milwaukee is fine. Milwaukee's, I, I, I don't know if they're going to be in the NBA Finals next. I doubt it. In fact, I, I've wrote, I wrote in my journal, I was just like, I doubt that both of these two teams are going to be in the NBA Finals next year. I doubt that Phoenix is going to be in their conference championship. And I may, depending on what happens in the AC, I may lean towards that. But, I mean, the Bucks are kind of the only good to great team right now that kind of comes to mind. Like, Toronto has been gutted. Cleveland, no LeBron James. And they're the worst basketball team, essentially, in, in the NBA. Or one of the worst basketball teams in the NBA. Look at their draft picks. They're they're all like first, not first, but like all like in the top ten. It's it's ridiculous. But I was like, okay, Giannis. Giannis is there. Drew Holiday is there, and I think Chris Middleton is there long term. Let's kind of flip the coin over and let's look at the losers. Let's look at the Phoenix Suns. Let's look at CP3, and let's look at Devin Booker. Two inconsistent basketball players, where on one night. Devin Booker can get you 40 points. On another night, he can get you 10. I mean, it was ridiculous. There were times where, like, early on, I would be like, man, he's not finding a shot at all. Like, from from three-ball land. From three-ball land. And and it's weird. It's just like, if Devin Booker can't find his shot beyond the arc, uh, look out, because it's not going to be a pretty game. And I said it before. I'm like, you know, like, a 20-point game for Devin Booker is not a good game. Like, he's got to play better. To win that series. Like on a regular, regular season game, it would be completely different. But when we're talking NBA Finals and you're against freaking the Milwaukee Bucks, it's like, sorry, you need to score more than 20 points per game. Every single game to win. It is that simple. And they did not. And that's why they also lost. CP3. I don't know if he's going to stay in Phoenix. I don't know. We talked about it, I think, on Tuesday or on Wednesday with Kawhi Leonard and how he could potentially opt out of his final year. Chris Paul could as well. Apparently, Damian Lillard is trying to get out of his contract. Or not necessarily get out of his contract, per se, but he's trying to be traded. So all of these, like, superstar basketball players. Like, this is why, I, like, I get it. You know, let's let's clap it up and things of that nature uh, for, for Milwaukee. But, like, here's the thing, right? Let's just be honest. Let's you and me have an honest, honest conversation. And, you know, they won the chip. I get it. You know, it's they, they you play who you play. But I will always just like be like, you know what? Let's have some proper context. Not necessarily that, you know, not not necessarily taking away some things, but taking away their accomplishments, either the Phoenix Suns or the Milwaukee Bucks. But let's put this in a proper context. And I liked to do that with the um, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. 
like five months ago when the Chiefs and the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Technically, when the Bucks won the Super Bowl and the Chiefs lost it, but you know what I mean. I was just like, okay, proper context. And I think I said this the day or two after the Super Bowl was played. It was very, very fast. I was like, listen, main takeaway from this game, Tom Brady just changed the league forever because now all of the players that are in the league feel validated and vindicated, right? They're like, oh, all of those times that I told you to do X thing to get X player or X organization, like Russell Wilson saying that his offensive line needs to be needs to be better and needs to change and things of that nature all the time that Aaron Rodgers said, hey, can you give me a wide receiver and don't draft a quarterback in the first round instead of getting a wide receiver? Like all of that stuff is now kind of coming home to roost in the NFL where you have players being like, we're not going to listen to you guys until you guys listen to us. We're not coming in. Aaron Rodgers is apparently not going to report in for training camp. That's the word on the street is. So Tom Brady leaving and going to Tampa Bay and then winning a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay in his first year, by the way, not in his second year or, or in his final year in the NFL, but in his first year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he goes out, he wins a Super Bowl, he makes it look easy and obvious. As much as people want to say, defense, defense, defense. Well, last year, that was essentially the same doggone defense, and they didn't make it to the playoffs. They were 7-9. and nine. They were a good basketball team considering how badly Jameis Winston had played, but still, they did not get anywhere close to the playoffs. They were a average, they, they weren't an average, they were a bad team with a good defense, and do you want to know what? With Tom Brady, he changed the freaking game because he said, get me AB, get me Gronk, get me Leonard Fournette, get me playoff Lenny, and we'll freaking win a championship, and lo and behold, here we are with the Bucks Super Bowl champions. Now, how does that relate to the NFL? Or not the NFL, excuse me, but to the NBA. Well, it relates like this. The Bucks winning a, not a Super Bowl, the Bucks winning a championship game does not have the same effect as the Bucks winning a championship game. I know it's confusing. The Milwaukee Bucks winning a championship does not have, it's a lot of Bucks, apparently. The Milwaukee Bucks Winning a championship does not have the same effect as Tom Brady winning a championship. Giannis does not have the same, you know, effect as Tom when it comes to winning a championship. In the sense of, the league will just not go to, hey, let's have like one really good basketball player, or one really great basketball player, and like a couple of supporting cast players, all-stars, essentially. We got to have superstars on our team. We got to have the best center. LeBron's like, I got to get AD. I got to get... You know, one of the better point guards in the in the NBA, whether it's Chris Paul or or um, or Damian Lillard or whoever. Like, I got to get somebody. Like, if you're one of these people that despises super teams, I'm sorry to tell you, but that's, I mean, first and foremost, it's literally been the entirety of the NBA for the past 30 to 40 years. It's what literally brought it from the brink of literally going bankrupt to, you know, being one of the most profitable sports on the planet, right? with Magic Johnson and Kareem and Larry Bird and Kevin McHale and Danny Ainge and, like, all those players in the 80s and then transitioning forward with the Bad Boy Pistons. Like, I've, I've, I, I have to give, like, a history lesson on the sport of basketball. Literally every single time I talk about super teams because nobody realizes how many super teams uh, have been formed within the last 30 years. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. All essentially branching off of super teams in the 80s and the 90s right and then i can even mention the san antonio spurs as well long story short 
super teams are going nowhere. People are like, oh, finally, a team that doesn't win a championship, um, a, a team that, a, a team, excuse me, that doesn't have a bunch of superstars on it wins a championship. And it's just like, yeah, it's the second time that it's happened in like 20 years. The Detroit Pistons of the early 2000s, they were the first one to do it. And then it was this team, right? The, uh, the, the Milwaukee Bucks. And even they had like a superstar in Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? I mean, it's the Spurs five times. It's the Lakers another five times or six times technically because LeBron won one um, last year. So now that's 11 of your 10 super, not not 11 of your 10. Oh my God. 11 of your 20 championships all belonging to the, um, uh, to, to two organizations, Lakers, Spurs, right? Cleveland won it, right? With LeBron. And he had Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love when he was, kind of still good um toronto won it a couple like literally two years ago and that was kind of the other team but even then they had Kawhi leonard right with a nice supporting cast kind of what happened this year right and then you have the golden state warriors right golden state they obviously won it i think three times two with kd one without kd right so that's three championships plus LeBron with the Cavs and the Heat as well. Three? Three? No, two times, right? Two or three times? I don't remember. Right? So it's all players. It's all teams with these immaculate players. I think we just counted out like 14, champion, 14 15, 16 championships with all like Hall of Fame, best player in the best player or players in the league. Like Shaq was on the Heat and, and was on the Lakers. So that means that he played with Dwayne Wade in his prime and Kobe Bryant. Super, bro, like, super teams are not going anywhere. I feel like I have to say this all the time because everybody's like, oh, man, super teams are dead. So I want super teams to die. It's just like they're not dying and they're not dead. You're just salty. Stop being salty. Stop being mad. You're going nowhere. Nowhere fast. And, you know, for a lot of good reasons, it's a good thing. It means that, you know, LeBron's either going to win or or um. Or, or the Warriors are going to be back in prominence and prosperity. You would want these loaded teams. Like, listen, man, I didn't have, like, I had fun watching the NBA Finals this year. I always check out the NBA Finals. But holy smokes, man, was this year's NBA Finals, like, an absolute train wreck to watch sometimes. I mean, there were times where I was just watching the NBA Finals, and I was just like, what are, what are we doing? Why is Dame, well, not Dame, but Devin just, like, so inconsistent. At times, he just... Hits every shot in his vicinity from three. He gets 40 points, plays immaculate. And then there's other time, other times where it's just like, I mean, he's a completely different person. It was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. But yeah, like, and then we, we already know the story with Chris Paul and him having a, having like torn ligaments in his body and his left hand. It's just like, all right, I'm I'm over this. I'm over, you know, teams not playing well and not necessarily, yeah, teams just not playing well. I'm over that. I can't wait for super teams next year. I'm sorry if you can. I'm very excited for next year's super teams to come in and just essentially just beat the crap out of Phoenix and also more likely than not the Bucks. We'll see about the East, but I mean, all the super teams are in the West. So we'll see what happens. Continue forward here, transitioning out of 
basketball into football here. So Dallas, their training camp has just begun. Training camp has just begun. Actually today, they had their first practice today. I was watching closely. I was looking at players. I was just like, certain players I need to see certain things to make sure to to make sure that they just check boxes. It's not like anything is, you know, serious or whatever. I'm like, just check, just doing some, I'm just doing some, some you know, just some basic things, some basic looks. I just saw today, not today, but literally right now that Kanye West's new album drops. I'm, I've not been... <laughs> I've not been a fan of Kanye West like a long time, but it's just like his albums, whenever they drop, they always like garner attention and news and stuff like that. Just like, oh God. I don't know what's going on. Wait, what's going on? Apparently, like, Kanye West literally, like, is opening up the roof on a stadium, on the uh, on the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. And it's just like, apparently that's what it is? I, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, regardless. I wanted to transition, transition, excuse me, to the NFL. So, I was watching a lot of Dallas Cowboys content today because, you know, I wanted, okay, sorry, I was, I'm looking at way too much stuff on Twitter. I wanted to look at how certain players, not necessarily were responding or things of that nature. I wanted to see the injured players, right? So I wanted to see, for example, Dak Prescott, just to check some boxes off with him. I wanted to see Tyron. I wanted to see Lael Collins. I wanted to see Zach Martin participate and things of that nature. Oh, and Blake Jarwin as well. And as I was watching the NFL Network's live coverage of it, it is absolutely ridiculous. Dak looks normal. Dak looks normal. You know. And the reality of the situation is a lot of football teams that have to play up against the Cowboys are in trouble this year because he looks normal. He walked out. He looked normal. He was thrown. He looked normal. The only thing that didn't look normal was when he kind of like tried to sprint and he kind of looked like a large giraffe but when he was rolling out to his right like this is like the sprint happened after the play was over but when he was rolling out to his right and the play actually began and he had like was rolling to the left not to the right excuse me but rolling to the left and he was and he squared up his hips he, he threw this ball to I think this guy Malik Turner number, number 17 no business being out there catching passes from Dak Prescott but he did he caught a really really solid ball and I was like yep Dak's back Dak's back Teams, beware, Dak Prescott is back. As I was watching him just do some warm-ups and stuff like that, I'm like, it doesn't look like the injury is affecting him whatsoever. It doesn't look like the injury is, I don't want to say important, because it is important, because it's, you know, it's the reason why the Cowboys went 6-10 and 10 last season. But it, it, it doesn't look like it inhibits him. He doesn't seem to have any residual problems in he was a full go today, so he did everything. So he was in the mosh pit. He was doing everything. And I mean, he's got like a month. He's got a little bit over a month. He's got a month and like 20 days, I think, to get ready for Tampa Bay. 
And it's just like today he, he looked like normal Dak. I'm not going to say that Dak within, you know, the first couple of games is going to essentially do what he did last season. But I think over the course of the season, you'll be like, oh, crap. Like, this is why they gave him $40 million annually. And this is why the Cowboys sucked phenomenally last year. Because Dak Prescott was not playing. Oh, and Tyron Smith, by the way. Let me talk about Tyron. I was just, I was just about to mention Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith was getting active. Tyron Smith was getting jiggy. He was absolutely mauling people today. Semi, you know, because there's no pads. It's not like he can do anything without pads. Saw Tyron Smith play or go through some drills and things of that nature. He was kind of, I guess, a full participant. I don't really know. He was doing everything that all the other offensive linemen were doing. And Tyron Smith looked fantastic. He looked great. He looked like Tyron, which is, you know, it's weird to say because, I mean, Tyron, when he's hurt, looks like Tyron. I mean, Tyron Smith was, today, he was, he was big, he was strong, he was fast, he was Tyron Smith, he was the black bear. The guy that Dallas missed for the majority of last year, and then you had Leo Collins, right? Leo Collins is kind of that X factor. He's that guy that I'm just like, I'm I'm super interested and semi-concerned with because I didn't, you know, I didn't get to see Leo Collins last year because he was hurt with that hip injury. And I think by the time week three, week four rolled around, they just said, just get the surgery. Just get the surgery. And he did. Surprise to everybody, including myself. I was just like, Leo Collins needs hip surgery? They're like, yeah, needs hip surgery. All right. Again, the context of the hip surgery is, hip injury, is that you can't do anything. You can't move. You can't run. You can't condition. You know? So he came into camp overweight, and everybody's asking, like, why is Leo Collins overweight? I thought it was weird. I was just like, why is Leo Collins overweight? He shouldn't be overweight. I mean, he's an offensive lineman, so he's already going to be big. But, you know, he's not big as in, like, like, he should be in shape for an offensive lineman. Like, why is he not in shape? Turns out he has a hip pointer or a hip injury. Gets that surgery done, boom, he's out for a season. Comes back here, not on resistance bands, which is what he was essentially on for the entirety of last year. He was on resistance bands. He was working out on the sideline. He was doing a whole bunch of warm-up things. Or not warm-up things, but like rehab for like three or four weeks straight in, in training camp. Now, he's not on the sidelines doing resistance band stuff. He's in the freaking football game. Technically, he's on the field with the offensive line, but you know what I mean. He's participating, which is something that I have very, very rarely seen from him in the last year, if not at all. The only time that I saw him participating was on those doggone resistance bands. I saw him out there with Tyron. I saw Tyron out there. I saw Dak out there. Those are all check marks. Because they, because Tyron and Lael were kind of not out there. They were on resistance bands last year. Now they're out there. They're getting, they're, they're freaking getting involved. So then you go on, and the final guy that I kind of saw today was Ezekiel Elliott. And 
to put in things in proper context, and I've been wrong about his weight before, but I want to put things in proper context again. When it comes to Ezekiel Elliott, his playing weight is like one, not 100, 230, 35 pounds. Really, in some cases, it's almost 240. Ezekiel Elliott, according to himself, is 218. 218. He has shred or shed essentially 20 pounds of additional weight. It's why he looks so doggone cut in that in that picture that he posted on IG. Because he lost 20 pounds almost. 20 pounds. And I saw this clip. I don't know who had it. I got a find RJ Ochoa because he had all of like the training camp footage but RJ Ochoa <clears throat> just tweeting out a bunch of videos and stuff like that and one of those videos was Zeke you know running in between the tackles and one of the things that okay it wasn't RJ Ochoa it was somebody else I don't know who it is but one of the things that like Zeke had shown me when he was running through the, the tackles was was exactly what I've wanted to see for for him, excuse me, from him for like years, and that was essentially that was essentially him having some nice cutbacks, right? I saw Zeke running through the tackles. One play. Hole was closed. Did exactly what I thought he would do, or that I, I maybe not thought he would do, but did did what I've wanted him to do for at least a year, and that was he saw that the hole was hole was closed, and then he just cut back. He just cut back, you know, from the inside. He bounced it to the outside, and he had a little nice lane. He didn't you know run away from any, everybody, but you know it wasn't like he would he would have gotten one or two yards. He got like five or six yards. I was just like, huh, maybe a little bit more. Michael Parsons was in pursuit, so I kind of. I don't, I don't really know, like, how much he would have gotten if he was going up against Micah. But, again, it's like, it's Micah Parsons. It's like he ran a 4-3-9, I believe. I'm just like, that's, a, that's kind of a box that I ticked off. Mari Cooper got hurt. Not really worried about Coop. Demarcus Lawrence. Not, it's not that Amari got hurt in training camp. He was already hurt because of, I think of, I, I don't know. I don't know why he's not participating. DeMarcus Lawrence isn't participating, and um, red flag alert because DeMarcus Lawrence is not – I like, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that he is essentially on my shit list right now. I'm like, this is the year to put up or shut up. Like, I need 10-plus sacks from him. I need a very productive year from DeMarcus Lawrence. Teams are going to be throwing the football all over the yard. Do you want to know why? Because Dallas's defense or Dallas's offense is going to be scoring a bunch of points. Like, you guys should be able to stop them. Know what they're going to do. Got the answers to the doggone test. But DeMarcus apparently has a back injury. And that's what's keeping him sidelined. Now, the reason why I mentioned this is because DeMarcus, in the early stints of his career, he had, like, he had had, he had, had injuries, which had kept him, you know, sidelined and off the field and all that, and all that stuff. But you would like you would kind of think like now he may be over it and maybe not maybe so, 
but he isn't. He still has, you know, injury, which isn't very good considering that that's what kept him. It was either PEDs, performance-enhancing drugs, or injuries that kept him sidelined for the first two or three years of his career, which is very significant and very important because those two to three years, like, made, made up, like, a bulk of his career for, like, the first couple of years. It's why, like, Jerry Jones was just like, yeah, we kind of need to go out and get a defensive end or a defensive tackle or somebody else because uh, we aren't very good at that position. It's why they went out and they got Taco Charlton because they were like, yeah, we kind of need somebody else, but we don't really know who. So, Demarcus Lawrence is unfortunately hurt with some type of a back injury. I, good God, I'm <laughs> like I I don't I don't know. I I hope that he actually like is all right. You know, obviously I don't want to see a guy hurt, but it's just like it's it's not a good start for him. And I don't know what the coaching staff. I don't I don't know I don't know what what's going on with the coaching staff with with him and things of that nature. I mean. I always say, like, I always talked about Mike McCarthy and how deceptive he is and how I like how deceptive he is when it comes to talking to the media. But, I mean, DeMarcus looked fine. Like, he was on the field, but he wasn't really doing anything. So I don't really know, like, I don't really know. I don't really know where he is. I don't really know what's going on with DeMarcus Lawrence. Hope he's okay. Hope, hope that he can play. But... Good news, bad news is that some young guy that wouldn't have gotten a chance to play with the starters now gets that opportunity. All right. Anyways, <clears throat> what else do I got for you today? Oh, yeah. I was listening to this Bears podcast. I was listening to it. I was, I was just like, what are Bears fans smoking? Way too many Bears fans are way too stoked on Justin Fields. Let me kind of, you know, spoil. Maybe not spoil, but let me kind of lower the uh, the temperature in the room right now. Let me kind of lower it just a tad. Because everybody in Chicago is freaking out about Justin Fields. Listen, Justin Fields, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. Like, a lot of people are like, start Justin Fields week one. Start him week one. I'm just like, no, do not, do not start him week one. A lot of people do. They believe in experience. I believe in intelligence. It is far easier to watch Andy Dalton get murdered by Aaron Donald and whoever else is on that defensive line. I I don't know. It doesn't matter. They have Aaron Donald. It's far easier to watch Andy Dalton get murdered than Justin Fields. Oh, and by the way, Jalen Ramsey as well plays on that team. I wouldn't start him outside of week four, maybe week five. And then, worst case scenario, you have Green Bay like week seven or week six, and then Tampa week seven. So you have Green Bay in one week with Aaron Rodgers slash Jordan Love, and then in another week, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then in another week you have the 49ers with Nick Bosa, and then in another week you have Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. And she's like, are you sure you really want to start 
Justin Fields? Are you like 1,000% sure? Because, oh my gosh, is it scary that you will literally face off against some of the best football teams in the NFL? Are you 1,000% are you sure? Because I, I don't think you are. And I was watching this uh, this podcast. I, I forgot what it's called, but it was the Chicago Bears podcast where they were really, really stoked on Justin Fields and of the schedule. And they were talking about what was the expectation? Like one expectation was that Justin Fields could get like 20 touchdowns or like it was like 20 touchdowns and like 10 interceptions or less than 10 interception to interceptions. And I was like, you guys are smoking meth. There is absolutely no way that Justin Fields in his rookie season will get that much production while being that efficient. Like almost 30 touchdowns. I said 20 touchdowns, excuse me, I meant to say 30. It was like 30 touchdowns and like 10 interceptions. Like, bro, are you like... It's a cold world, bro. It's like you guys... I mean... You're going to go up against a team in the Rams that can make it to the NFC Championship game this year, and they're in your first game. Browns, one of the best teams in the in the AFC, third week. Two teams, the two teams that played in the NFC Championship game are on your schedule back-to-back. What? And one of them won the Super Bowl in the Bucks. And then you want to go up against one of the best pass rushers in the NFL and Nick Bosa? Why? Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you do that to Justin? I mean, I get it. You're going to have to play him at some point because Andy Dalton is going to suck and or Nick Foles. They are both going to suck. But I'm saying it's just like, be freaking patient. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you Why would you pay him now? Or not pay, pay him, but play him now. It's just like you've got literally his entire career ahead of you. You want to pay him now? Not pay him, but play him now? I don't get it. Give him some confidence. It's And by the way, it's not like their schedule is any easier past that point, but it's just like, don't pay him now. Don't play him now. Pay him, play him later. I don't know why I'm getting confused with pay and play. It's like way too many people want Justin Fields to play, and I, I don't understand it whatsoever. I guess you want him to lose a lot and to not do well, but, you know, I want him to do well, which is why I'm just like, Let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah. Let's wait on Justin. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, is that it? Do I only have that amount of content? Yeah. I thought I had more, but I guess not. Do I have more? I had the Bears bro down segment. I had, like, some articles or something like that, right? I don't know what this is. Oh, yeah, I was... I was going to talk about some other stuff, but now I'm just not. Jesus Christ. I thought I had more than that, but I. I guess not. Oh, yeah. By the way, apparently. Um, Kanye West is performing live or something like that. I don't, I don't know. At the listening party. What is this? What's going on? Like Kanye West is like, he's per he's performing Donda. Hold on, what is this? 
Is he saying Fortnite bars? <laughs> wait, wait. Is this an actual bar from the album? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not. There's no way that's an actual bar. That's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Goodness gracious. I'll be back on Saturday. We'll probably have, like, a video game podcast or whatever. Goodness gracious. It's just been a slow week. I apologize. We'll be back tomorrow. Or, nope, not tomorrow. Saturday. We'll be back Saturday. I'll be back. I even, like, like literally every single time, I'm like, just take the day. Just take the day off. Wait for the news cycle to come up. Just take the day. Every single time I do that, every single time I don't do that, it just it ends up like this, where it's just like I, I record a 30-minute podcast. I spent, like, a lot of work on the material, and it's just like, it, like it, 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 it pisses me off. I'm like, I thought I had more, but I don't. It's ridiculous. I'm out. I'll see you Saturday, not Friday. <laughs>